Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline Dekimpe, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I'm going to share invaluable insights about three proven strategies to shift from being a doer to being a leader. And this could be if you are looked upon in your organization as the go-to person when shit hits the fan, if you are really the technical expert or being looked upon as a workhorse of the organization, then you stay stuck in your career. If career advancement is something on your agenda or something that you want to achieve. So if you have been missing out on opportunities and seeing peers or others that are less qualified than you or less experienced than you jumping ahead, or you actually see that basically senior management is giving you more and more stuff to do that's actually below your capability, then you have to make those shifts. You have to shift from being a doer to being a leader. So really being recognized for your leadership skills. Because often, I see it with my clients all the time, they already have the capabilities. And sometimes it's more raw than other times, but they already are doing those stuff. It's just not recognized by the executives of the organization. So instead of feeling like you're stagnant in your career, what you want to do is you want to feel valued and recognized for what you can bring to the table. Externally, you want to make a bigger impact. You want to make a difference to the strategy of the company, the community, whatever it is. You want to make a difference. And internally, what you want is you want to feel that you're reaching your full potential, that you're basically having the career that you deserve and that you have worked so hard for and that you made so many sacrifices for along the way. That is what you want to achieve. Now, let's talk about the three steps that are going to get you there. So it's a very simple process. It's simple, but it's not easy to implement and to execute. So I want your full attention. The first step in that process is understanding your authentic leadership style. So, and this comes down to your unique value proposition. What makes you you? What makes you unique? Why do you want to be a leader? Why should people listen and follow you? And some people have that already that natural ability that people follow them. But there is a difference between having that natural ability, you still need to be able to articulate that because leadership is often recognized like from people that you manage or people that you work with. But what you want to do is that it's recognized from the top down and that people actually see the leadership potential in you and so lift you up. And to do so, you have to first understand yourself, what makes you unique as a leader? What is your unique value proposition? And 
to go through that process, to break it even further down, you have to understand what your values are. And you have to see if those values are um, programmed values because you believe society is expecting you to have those values, or if it's really true values that really are close to your heart. And by knowing what you value and showing up as a leader or a authentic leader that has a conscious leadership style, you will attract that tribe to you. So values is a big one to understand as a leader. If you want to have um, self-awareness, authenticity, to actually understand what your values are, what they mean to you, and how you want them to be represented in the team and in your organization, how you express them, how you keep people accountable to live up to those values. So your values as in your leadership style is really, really critical. The second part of that is understanding what your strengths are. Like as a leader, leadership is not a standalone job and it's not a job title, it's an action. Leadership is an action, not a job title. So you have to understand what your strengths are. So you work in your genius zone and you can surround yourself with people that complement your style and together you become a powerhouse and you can lead from the front. And that's basically how you identify your leadership style, your values, the pa your passion, your strengths, and then really the strengths that you have as a natural leader. So understanding your authentic leadership style is critical as a first step to understand what makes you unique and what sets you apart and what makes you different. A lot of people, they try to step up and at a certain point they start hitting the ceiling and they don't know what to change. Well, I can promise you start by really taking time, stopping and reflecting on this part, writing it all down and understanding what it is that you can bring to the table and then the rest will unfold. So that's the first part, and that's the first part of the strategy, and that is really your foundation. If you don't do this, all the rest won't work. So this is where you start. And a lot of people find it very confronting because it's like looking in the mirror, taking a long, hard look, and it's like, oh, it's too hard to unravel all of this. And that's why they stay stuck. And then they blame the outside world of not giving them career development opportunity, but but actually it's an inside job first. So don't go into blaming mode and going to to, to people uh, like and saying that they don't really giving you the opportunity because it needs to start with you understanding where you come from and what your leadership style is, what makes you unique and what your genius zone is. So that's the first step. The second step is really um, an ex external. So, okay, how are you going to communicate that to the outside world? And this is how we up-level your personal brand. So we have to take, everybody has a personal brand. Most people, they have a personal brand by default. They're not intentional. They just like go from left to right, very emotional, not emotional, too introvert, too extrovert, whatever it is. They're just like, they have a personal brand. Everybody has a way they are perceived within their company. So the first step you need to do before you even start up thinking about up-leveling your personal brand is understanding where it's at. So making an audit of like, okay, 
how am I currently perceived in the organization? And don't just like list words like I'm being the workhorse, I'm being the go-to person, I'm the technical expert. Go deeper than that. And this might actually... Um, this might require some fact-finding, talking to peers, talking uh, to, to your manager in a performance review to understand like how are you perceived. Maybe it even requires you asking for 360 review to understand how others actually perceive you because that gives you an accurate image of like, okay, what are the things that how I'm currently perceived and how can I improve that? Because the next step is up-leveling your personal brand and up leveling your personal brand is about understanding okay these are the gap areas this is the difference to where i'm at at the moment and where i want to be what do i need to change is it not only the way i present myself my language that i use my uh, body language that that i have the clothes that i'm wearing because that is all involved in in your personal brand if you show up late to a meeting or show up uh, um, early to a meeting or if you constantly are taking notes in the meeting or if you never contribute in the meeting that is all these little things are actually part of your personal brand. If you say something and nobody is listening to you, you might actually think that nobody noticed, but people will notice. And this has a negative effect on how others will perceive you. Because if they see other ones, other leaders can get away with it, they're going to just subconsciously think like, okay, what she has to say might not have value. Or yes, maybe it's interesting and I might come back to it later. But so it, it's really like having a snowball effect. So you have to do a stock take of your current personal brand. And then you have to really think about, okay, what is a personal brand? How do I want to be perceived? What do I have to say no to? And this is not a, a taking a magic pill and from yesterday to today, I can actually make the switch. And now I'm going to be this person and say no to all of the things <laughs> because you're going to ruffle a lot of feathers that way you don't want to do that you want to actually create a time frame space for you to actually just implement that and it's not going to be easy because for years you have built up a perception you have built up a perception of like working hard being the go-to person like the technical expert and to change that requires two things it requires your persistency and it requires their understanding and belief of that so it's two things external and internal and so both need to work together to make that change like look we all know that change is not easy but it is possible and it needs persistency to actually just happen like if you look at it like if we try to, to, to change and push ourselves outside a comfort zone, what will happen internally is that our brain is going to try to protect us, trying to Put, uh, uh, trying to keep us safe. And it's going to have that tiny little voice that is screaming in your head about like the things that you better actually just get back into your box. So you actually need to have the tools to manage those anxiety because it will, like depending if you're an anxious person or not, it will actually try to pull you back and keep you safe. And that is okay. We all need that part of our brain, but it is up to you to not give in to that, to actually be stronger than that and to know like, okay, this change is going to 
really help me reach my full potential. Yes, it feels scary. Yes, it feels stepping outside my comfort zone, but getting there will actually make a huge difference on the person that I want to be. And it's that change and it's that journey. Like if you are persistent in that change and that journey, then that, that will give you and give you a lot of satisfaction and a lot of fulfillment once, once you get there. So, but remember, you have to know how to manage that anxiety once when you go to that transition from being focused on doing to being a leader. Because a lot of people don't talk about the mindset stuff that is required when you make that shift. And uh, some of the techniques to ma manage that anxiety would be like, and that's mindset stuff, uh, mindset techniques. That would be like journaling, for example, or meditation. Um, another uh, technique that I personally love, love, love is a technique called emotional freedom technique or tapping, EFT or tapping uh, which is really proven research to eliminate blocks instantly it's a technique that i recommend to my clients and we actually practice on a weekly basis with my clients when they're job searching but also when they're going for a promotion when they're going to a performance review when they have difficulty situations or even in their personal uh, life Another tool that you can use is self-hypnosis. Um, and so all these tools are, are enabling you, are helping you to decrease that anxiety and being okay in that, to be in that zone of feeling uncomfortable. And on the other side, you also have to um, have your personal brand that you uh, put forward to the to, to the senior leaders, to the executives. And you have to learn to say no. And you have to really think about the strategy on how you can really um, change that that perception of being the doer to being a leader, how you can increase your influence. And this will take time and strategies on how you approach things. Because what you did in the past is not what you're going to do in the future to get you to that next level. So it will require a different approach. So together with your new personal brand that you now have, and with the right influencing techniques, you're going to change your perception that senior managers and senior leaders have of you but it takes a little bit of time and really persistency not from their part from your part because it all starts with the belief in yourself that you are enough and I see this more and more with women that I work it's like they don't they they feel that they have to do more and more before they are enough uh, if they have done leadership uh, for X amount of time but they had, haven't had the title they will say that oh no I I'm not I'm not enough. I can't go possibly for the next level role because I don't I don't feel good enough, worthy enough. So they have a massive imposter syndrome of their second guessing themselves. And these are the things that you need to manage internally before you can step up and own your greatness, basically. And that is the transition that needs to happen in your personal brand. So that's the second step. So the first step is understanding your authentic leadership style. And the second step is really understanding and activating, up-leveling your personal brand. And when I say activate, your personal brand that's the whole process of like 
for example if you say like okay i'm going to have the first 30 day uh, sorry 90 days as uh, to activate my personal brand i know what my personal brand is now for 90 days i'm going to just try to change how senior leaders are seeing uh, seeing me and you Take the core components of your career, whether that is stakeholder management, whether that's presentation, negotiation, whatever it is, you take those core components and you actually say like, how can I change that? How can I be more impactful and be involved as a leader in those diff different uh, responsibilities that I have? So you have to look at that and then amplify it. And like I said, it takes a little bit of time because it's not something you change from today to tomorrow but it is so worth it if you actually sit down and take the time to really make a uh, make a plan make a strategy for yourself now the third part of that strategy and the last part is really understanding your network so we don't want to just have a really good relationships with people. Like you can have good relationships with people that you work with, your colleagues, your stakeholders, and so on. What you want to do is being able to convert those uh, relationships into alliances. So once you know what your leadership style is, once you worked on your personal brand, then it's time to increase your visibility and really take your, your relationships that you have and really start to convert them into alliances. And look, you're not going to be able to convert everyone that you have a good relationship with because the definition or not the definition but the characteristics of being an alliance or um, um, having a network of alliances are people that vouch for you are people that refer you for promotions and really push you up are people that advocate for your ideas internally externally uh, are people that that offer you opportunities people that introduce you to other people because they know the value of work that you that you bring people that understand your leadership insights and your leadership skills so those is a small group you don't have to have a massive group you have to have a small handful um, or two handful of people that you can count on that you know they have my back they they don't and they all have different roles then uh for example some might be more of a a mentor and really have the 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 advantage of um uh, really helping you and really caring and nurturing you on a career development uh, um, aspect. Other people, they really back you up and ha they have huge influence with other executives and they are more the strategic uh, person aligns that you have in terms of the person that's going to, to help you really um, launch your ideas internally or externally. So you have to have a, a I always call it to any of my clients that are in my program own your greatness um i call it like your own board of directors and you have to have those people in your mind uh, in not in your mind but you have to have those people and they all serve a different role but they're all advocates 
for you. And that's what you need to create. Once you want to step from a shift from being a doer to being a leader, those are the three things you need to do because otherwise you're going to stay stuck and stagnant. And you're just going to have a personal brand that goes all the way uh, everywhere. And what you want to become is very intentional about your career. Now, I have said it a thousand times and probably even more people that follow me for a long time will have heard me say this, but we have a strategy for almost everything. We, uh, If you are already a senior manager, which most of my clients are, or a manager, senior manager, director, somebody with a lot of uh, over 15 years experience, you, have, like, you know a business can't survive without the strategy. They can't make the right profit without that strategy. They can't really have the growth and the expansion and really achieve their goals without the strategy. Yet, when it comes down to your own career, we do not have a strategy in place. We go with the flow. We drift from job to job because it sounds good. But you have to think about if it's really in line with what you want. Now, the reason this all came about was because one of my clients uh, that recently signed up before uh, she actually started working with me, um, she thought like, well, I have to listen to Caroline's videos and I have to take career development in my own hands. I have to take control of where I'm going to go with my career and be more intentional. And so what she did, she actually went to senior leaders and she said like, look, I want more involvement. I want more work. And so what the senior leaders did, the executive team, they thought like, great. And so they dumped all the low priority work on her lab. And because she asked for it, she felt guilty almost saying no. So her workload had doubled. So she was working crazy, crazy hours. And she was actually doing work that was less than what she was capable of. And she was feeling like, okay, this is not going anywhere. And so when we had an initial chat and she explained me her story, these were the steps that we um, that we outlined as a strategy that we are going to go through. It's creating her a unique value proposition, understanding, because otherwise you have a disconnect with the, the, the executive team that you want to uh, uh, be where you want to be part of because the executive team is never going to see if you don't really um, change your perception. They're never going to see you as a leader and they're never going to recognize your leadership potential. So when you want to step up, it's not a matter of just asking for the right uh, for more work. You have to make sure it's a really a strategic move and all the components, all your ducks are in a row before you actually do that. Because then from the get-go, you can actually identify and communicate very clearly to them what it is that you want to take on as extra work. You don't just ask for extra work. And I know none of you do that intentionally, but it's often like there is a gap or a miscommunication between what you say to the executive team and what they understand. And then you end up with a shitload of work that you actually don't want to do. So you have to be crystal clear on what that work looks like and how you can actually uh, use that to increase your 
influence, increase your reputation, increase your your own leadership skills. So yes, it is important to um, take charge of your own career development and your own leadership development, but you have to really make sure you put those three steps in place and not just go to the last step. So to recap for you, the first step is understanding your authentic leadership style and understanding what your genius zone is, your values, your strengths, what makes you unique. Secondly, I want you to understand your personal brand, how you currently are being perceived and how you can really up-level it and how then you can activate it. So three steps, see where it's currently at, up-leveling your personal brand and understanding what that would look like in line with your unique value proposition and your leadership style, and then activating your personal brand so that basically other people know what you want to do. And then lastly is understanding, uh, having a very clear networking strategy understanding like okay let's take your current relationships and convert a handful or even a little bit more to alliances your board of directors that you that personally work in your advantage and that is how you shift from being the doer in your company or being seen as a doer in your company to becoming the leader. I hope this video was really insightful and really helpful. If you say like, Caroline, that sounds all really good. I really, really don't want to waste any time try, trying this on my own and I want your help. Schedule in a call with me and on the session what we're going to do is very simple we're going to talk about where you're currently at where the challenges the roadblocks that you currently are experiencing and where you want to be we might talk what the strategy would look like for you because everybody is different and every strategy it's not cookie cutter they it needs to be adjusted to your individual situation and then at the end we'll talk about what working together would look like Perfect, guys. If you really enjoyed this video, give me a thumbs up. It's always great to see when people liked this video so I can make more great content for you guys. And if you randomly came across this video, please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm all about networking and connecting with people that uh, where I can share my message with them and change their career and ultimately their life. Thank you so much and I will see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.